Hi, AfterBuzzers. You're watching the AfterBuzz TV After Show for Containment Season 1, Episode 13, the series finale called Path to Paradise. Join us as we break down the episode and give you our thoughts and predictions. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh my god, this song is perfect. It's like the perfect song for saying goodbye to the people that you love. Yeah, aka you guys. Aww. Oh, I love you guys too. Yeah, yeah, nice I love you guys. Sometimes. This is a heartbreaking. After <laughs> this is heartbreaking. This right. is over. We said goodbye to some characters. We're gonna talk about the series finale tonight. I'm your host, Katie Campbell. You could find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's. Campbell. And across the table, Gabriel Gonzalez. Hey guys, you can catch me on Twitter to talk everything containment, including the finale tonight at Double G on TV. And Tiana Hobson. Hello everyone, you can find me at the Tiana Hobson. And yes, I do have the virus right now, that's why mm. I sound so nasally. So, <coughs> Gabriel, um, <clears throat> I might be passing it on to you. Hopefully I make you it through the whole show I, I, without I, dropping oh dead, guys. We, I mean, we made it through 13 episodes of Containment. I feel good about my chances. I'd like to point out I'm the only one with a perfect attendance record for our after show. <laughs> okay. So I'm safe. I made it. Oh, that don't mean nothing. We were quarantined a few times. But we made it. We're here. It's yeah. true, finale. yes. I, I got out of the isolation just to come make it to this. <laughs> yeah, I okay. seriously isolated myself in my room for the last two days. 48 hours, 48 that's what they hours. say. Well, honestly, if you isolated yourself that long and you're not dead, dead I should be fine, you're right? Good. Yeah, okay, we won't, good. Be, we won't so, be singing this so goodbye were, song to you. I was going to say, you were up to some Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was. Check her out on Twitter. She's doing a lot of great work for AfterBuzz TV and Netflix. It's awesome. Thank you, Gabriel. Yeah. Before we jump into tonight's episode, I want to say thank you guys so much for hanging out with us this season and always giving us your comments and we want to know what you thought about this finale so make sure you are subscribed to us on YouTube that's youtube.com slash TV, and we're also on iTunes and SoundCloud give us that five star thumbs up leave a comment tweet us using the hashtag ABTV containment because we want to know what you thought did you cry because Katie I cried yes I cried so hard <laughs> there were two really serious moments that I cried this episode and I know I know we'll get there <laughs> I'll save those for the end okay so I want to first start out by talking about Lex and you know everything that he went through with this episode and Captain Scott doing the explosion saying that anyone is gonna you know everything's gonna be neutralized by the end of day that's a scary thing with that mentality but I guess you kind of have to have that mentality right I mean, he's Dr. Lomer's right-hand person on mm -hmm. the field, so I think that says everything you need to know about what he's willing to do and the lack of compassion he's willing to have, just like his boss. Yeah. And at this point, it hasn't been confirmed that there's anyone down there, so he's just thinking we need to make mm -hmm. sure that no one else can get out, so this is what we have to do to keep the rest of the world safe. Right. As he's discussing that, Lex gets called into joint ops, is that what it is? Um, internal yeah. affairs. Internal affairs, but it's OPS. But OPS, OPS. Yeah. Okay. 
So internal affairs, he has a meeting with this guy named Blake, and they are pinning this whole thing on Lex, that the guy that breached out of the quarter last episode and was, you know, shot. Um, they think that Lex is behind this whole thing just because he tried to get into the cordon before. I guess the I think that's another Dr. Lomer's um, string being pulled. So she they knew they had to investigate it somehow because someone was helping them. So of course Dr. Lomer's because she's in charge is the one saying, you know what, you guys need to look into you know Major Lex Carnahan. I mean the first thing Blake even said was, I never thought I'd be investigating you or that mm-hmm. you would be in this situation. So clearly. Lex is not the kind of cop that does things that internal affairs has to get involved in often. So it was a little out of left field that Mm -hmm. they immediately went to him. There's so many other cops. He wasn't even on duty. You know, you could go through the list. I mean, the first thing Lex does is go ask for the log of who's been working. Mm -hmm. And just from that, he sees an inconsistency right away and solves the whole thing. So if internal affairs really thought he was responsible, they would have looked at the sign-in log Mm -hmm. to see who was supposed to be working that shift. And and also, you know, Blake did really let him off the hook. You know, you you think he could have really kept Lex there, you know, considering the severity of the situation, but he let Lex go. I think we take that to assume that Blake also knew it was a Dr. Lomer's scheme. Oh, really? You think? I mean, you know, let's be honest. If they were really investigating it, they could have kept him in there for dramatic effect. Mm -hmm. They let him go rather easily, so that's why I think, well... He knew, but, mm. you know, no one wants to mess with Lomers because she can make the people disappear, right? Yeah. As the president on speed dial. <laughs> oh. The president on speed dial didn't really help her much out nope. today. Good thing. Well, we're gonna get... I, I love how strong and, and smart Lex is. Like you said, Tiana, he went and found that list of, you know, who's working and if mm-hmm. anything changed and there was an inconsistency there. Um, he finds out that Walden and Meese are working together because... Well, Wal- because Walden tells him. But right. Walden oh. and I didn't catch the other guy's name had switched shifts. Hugo. Yeah, yeah. They, they had switched shift, and Walden was the guy who was complaining about having to work afternoons mm-hmm. in the first place. And so to Lex, that's like a red flag. Hey, remember how you said you wanted to spend time with your family? I mean, Walden... Mm-hmm. Turned over the information pretty easily. Well, he did, but also, too, Mises has been lying to Walden. Yeah, yeah. Mises has been getting... So you took it to assume, all right, two halves, so Walden would get the other half. But no, he thought, you know, they were just doing what's right by the people. And it turns out Mises is the one profiting, and Walden's just been there putting his neck on the line, just on his morals, essentially. And that that Was didn't go over well with him. money? No. Remember, okay. because uh, Lex is like, you didn't know Mies was making money off of this, did you? Mm. And then Walden was kind of left, well, I guess I've just been doing this for the good of the people, unlike Mies. Right. Who also went in there voluntarily. Yeah. yeah. Which, I'm. they never closed out the story with the chief and what was going on behind See, that. that's what kind of sucks that it doesn't have a second season yeah. because there's yes. all these things that are left open that could be explored mm-hmm. in so many ways and you just with 13 episodes you don't have enough time to tell the full story but they did close out mm-hmm. a lot of things which is more than most shows get right yeah. we and then we have Lex going to Lommers and asking you know basically telling her there's people down there because that's what Walden told Lex so mm-hmm. there's people down in the tunnels I want to go in there let me go in there with my cops and you know send them back just to save people. We don't want to just kill people just to get it all closed. And and Lommers, I was surprised she gave him an hour. 
I was surprised I, at that. I actually, when I saw that, I thought, you're planning to close the tunnel on them, aren't you, Lomers? <laughs> I mean, you know, she has a perfectly <gasps> good way to make it look like an accident. She's going to literally bury him. Alive, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, wow. And we all know she would have been okay doing it, fans. <laughs> it's the last I, night I got to get it in while I still can. I didn't <laughs> see it like that. I thought that she does not care about having to lose lives but she isn't a super monster where she's gonna let people when you know they're in there she's gonna at least give them a shot at survival first before burying them yeah and then though she i she's just so cold because she says later on you know when the time ran up and captain scott says okay like what do you want me to do she's like Mm -hmm. start the explosions again even when they're in there start them Mean. Well, I mean, that's why I've said, you know, Miss Claudia Black is the biggest villain on cable, te- well, network television. <laughs> yeah. You know, just. I mean, that was cold-blooded because she's worked so closely with Lex that you'd think you would feel some sort of way, but it was actually kind of great to see how she was in the situation compared to how Lex is in the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, here you have Lomers, who's been working really closely with Lex over the past 19 days, Mm -hmm. and they've built this relationship and a friendship. And then all of a sudden, when it's he's not responding, she's like, okay, just he knew the consequences coming in here. Mm -hmm. Whereas Lex, when he's standing off with Jenny, he has to make a decision and he just is like, I'm just going to go with you. I I do think it's important Mm -hmm. to note we finally, because one of those things that was always going to come to a point is Dr. Lomers going to go on the side of logic and just say, you know, to hell with the cordon, you know, we're doing what we have to to keep those people inside no matter what? Or is she going to choose on the side of compassion after 19 days, 13 episodes of bonding with Lex? We found out the side that she ultimately took. And we saw with the aftermath, you know, she made her bed. And you got that impression that Lomers knew what she had done. And like I said, she made her bed and she knows she has to sleep in it now. That's just the end of that story. I love how we actually brought her out and shed light onto everything that she was doing. Um, We have the cops, you know, going into Lex's dad's house, searching his house, and Lex's dad hides the flash drive (laughs) and grabs it. And I love the relationship between Lex and his father. It seemed to repair a little bit over, you know, the time that they've spent together. Yeah, it went from being a Mm non-relationship to actually, you know, his dad is now living with Lex and in there and taking care of things and Lex trusts him enough to go out and find Leo Mm -hmm. and to handle what needs to be done. Yeah. He trusts him enough to do that. Yeah. You know, in case Lex didn't come out alive. Which, I mean, he's alive, alive, but but he didn't come out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Lovers is going to have to answer to everybody. Everyone. And her face. She was scared. She was, but you know what? It wasn't as satisfying as if she would have gotten sick. Uh, Just end a story. I mean, I know (laughs) justice is about to be served by the law. No, she was supposed to get sick. I stood by that for 13 aftershows and it didn't happen. I'm sad this is the last episode because I want to try to see... I want to see her try to crawl out of this one. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. She's smart enough to do it, too. This is scary. I just loved the smug look she had because she she did look scared at first, but Mm -hmm. then by the end of it, the last shot we see of her is a typical Lummer's like, you know what? Dust it off. Hold my head up. And I'm going to be... I'm still better than all of you. And I was just thinking, you know what, girl? 
you go, girl. Yeah. Because you, you've done some really bad stuff, and the whole world knows it now, and all of these people are judging the hell out of you. Yeah. And she's still just going to walk out of there with her head held high. She's not walking out of anything. You know what? The news, the they played a little bit of the news, you know, already questioning her and questioning how quick America just believed her story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like if this even, you know, wasn't given out by Leo Green, I think some things would have unraveled for her. What, what because they were questioning. Is, what sucks is we, we're never going to know now, mm. but I do agree that, you know, had the show continued, I feel like we would have gotten a very interesting next chapter for Lomers because mm-hmm. I do believe there would have been something else not coll- uh, collected, connected to the Atlanta situation that I think we would have learned about and would have maybe set some more precedent for the show. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the tunnels and what was going on there. I hate Mies. I really do. <laughs> he really is a jerk. Yeah. I mean, people are dying all over the place, and he's wanting the rest of the half of the money up front before right. they go in the tunnels. And I love how smart Jana is standing up for everyone, you know, saying, no, if we make it out alive, then I'll give you the rest of it. And and he listens to her. Everybody bows down to Jana. <laughs> Well, I mean, she's torch tweakers. She's mm. helped deliver babies. She's kind of really, I mean, she was already an adult, but really grew up before our eyes yeah. throughout the show. And I think she intimidates a lot of the male characters that have been around her. Yeah, she does. She's a badass. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Yep. And um, there's some scary explosions going on down there and rocks are falling. I was really scared for that baby. <laughs> I was too. The I, whole time. I really thought that um, Xander and Teresa were going to get separated. <gasps> and that would have been, okay, so after all that they've gone through, now one of them really does have to leave the other. So I was actually surprised that, you know, oh. they did stick together. Oh, my God. I was hoping that that family would make it through or make it out, kind of. I mean, they had to go back. They were separated from the feet. rest of the gang. <laughs> yeah, are you sick over there? <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. So the, I mean, we're done after tonight. I'm not even <laughs> go for it. They were separated from the rest of the gang and had to go back to the store. Yeah. And I love that Teresa says, you know, I want to stay and clean this up. This is where I grew up. This is my mom's store. And plus, do you see how many boxes of food there were? Oh, There's yeah. a lot of boxes of food in there. I guess yes. Trey and his gang just kind of gave up on that place. and Yeah. Well, Once I mean, everyone it, went to the blood drive, it was just, you know right. what, we're not going back there. Exactly. Right. I was going to say, you know, after a while, that planned, they're, I think they just, have, the people have resigned that they're not going to make it out. Obviously, some more stuff happened that might change that. But after 19 days, you see the people are just trying to make it seem normal. They're still walking the streets peacefully, mm. just masks on. So I guess I took that to assume that even Trey's gang knew that we're not getting out of here. Even though it felt like ever? that early on. At if there was point. a season two, I would say that they would stay in there like past day 50. Let's yeah. say, say it like that. Well, the team of Jana and Susie and Quentin, they get to the end and Meese sees Walden. And Walden, you know, there's some tension between them. Walden now knows Meese is lying to him. And, and Meese just wants to get these people out. He wants to get paid. And Meese shoots Walden dead. Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked at that. Yeah. I did not see that coming. I guess mm-hmm. I should have because it's Meese, but 
I mean, I saw Walden kind of with his hand on his gun, too, and I thought maybe he would get the shot off. Yeah. I didn't think so. I think the second that Walden just kind of took the minute to banter with Mies, that's when it's like, Mies is going to get him. That's the thing about bad guys. They're always willing to shoot the good guy first. They're not going to wait for a fair fight. And that's what we saw out of Mies. But then where did Mies go after that? That's my question. (laughs) He survived. Where did he go? I think he made it out, personally. To the outside of the cordon. Yes. But if he gets out of the cordon, people already know he's in there. So they're going to start questioning that. He's going to be quarantined outside, right? Or maybe shot. He's made a lot of money. He's probably been able to make himself disappear. Just, you know, he doesn't go out the main tunnel that they were looking for him. Escapes, finds his wife, pays everything cash, and Mies is gone. How many people did he get out? These are questions I want answered. (laughs) Why, Julie Fleck? Why? Julie Fleck and ask her all these questions. But uh, Lex and Jana, Lex, you know, sees people coming and, and he says, You guys have to turn around. And then he sees Jana. And oh, that moment was so heartbreaking because he still wanted to, you know, protect the outside. He didn't want to let this virus out. And. You know, what we saw with Thomas, you never know if somebody could be carrying the virus and and not be affected themselves, Mm -hmm. but bring it out there for the world. So I just feel like he made the right choice. I agree. And in that, you know what, what we've come to learn from Lex is he's given so much of himself personally, not just, you know, being a cop, but as a person. He's had to really go from, you know, not just black and white to all those shades of gray. Mm-hmm. And I think what we took to learn is that, like, you know, he's given so much to this idea that, you know what, this is for the greater good. We do this for the greater good. In a way, almost the flip side of Lomers, except, you know, yeah. the ends they're willing to reach to achieve that goal. So I think that's what we took to learn from Lex. And I just like that symmetry that, you know, it started, all he wanted was for her to move in with him. <laughs> and when now we get to episode 13, she's finally offering to do that. And it's not what he wants anymore, I felt like. And that was very interesting. Well, in a perfect world, he would have her move in. But he's moving in with her into the cordon. <laughs> into in, the cordon. In a perfect world, we wouldn't have lost Katie in episode 8. Oh, uh. That was eight? No, that was 11. Oh, 11, sorry. I was thinking we were at 10 episode finale, sorry. Yeah, episode 11. Um, You know what I meant. (laughs) Yeah, but I think Lex just... It was great to see him make that decision because he also got the closure with his dad. He knew Leo was going to handle everything. He trusted them to take care of what needed to be done outside of the cordon. So his duty was done there, mm-hmm. and his new duty is starting inside. Oh, that was a good way to put it. I'd say this is a single teardrop for that, but it's actually just my allergies, so... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like that one away. <laughs> Boom. I, I'm more disappointed that after all that, and we didn't see Jake and Lex finally just hug it out like, bro... Oh. Because remember, Lex was the one who sent him in there in the first place and put him on his journey, so I would have thought that Lex finally... Lex. Even if they don't show a conversation, that compassion, like, I'm Guys, sorry this happened to you. Lex sent him into the arms of a lover, even though she's not there anymore, but he found love. He found love. So. You can't be mad at Lex yeah. over that anymore because. <laughs> made so Jake good. a better person. Right. So, so you think you know better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all? Yes. yes. Okay. Oh, okay. that's Jake's line. That's Jake's <laughs> life. Story yeah. of his life. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so something we've been waiting... That was beautiful, by Thank the way. You. Something we've been waiting for this entire season is the hope for a cure. And maybe we found it? I don't know. So this whole storyline with Canerts begins with trying to save Cinco. Trey's, you know, threatening him, you mm-hmm. need to save Cinco. And poor little Thomas is about to be drained of blood completely. Oh, my God. Well, he is a little it Superman. Looked, it oh. looked like a weird vampire type of treatment of we're yeah. just gonna drain this kid of all his blood until he's dead so he can save everyone else yeah. and I'm just sitting here thinking no this cannot be right no. this cannot be okay how much blood can one tiny human produce in a day that mm-hmm. and still be able yeah. to survive on his own and I don't know the answer to that because I did not pay attention in science so but, I think you can get like how many liters I don't know, because also you, you can't get the same amount of blood out of him that you would out of a healthy adult. Yeah. And think, I've never given blood, but how long do you have to wait between, you know, donations? Like two I weeks think, or a month? I, I think it's like I don't, I haven't given a blood. month. Yeah. I wanted to say. Fans, definitely. Wrong. You know, I, I'm sure a lot of people have done it. You know, let us know. I think it's like I, I was over a liter of blood. I think you might be in danger. Maybe. Yeah, because at two liters, you you die, right? Something like that? Well, whatever the case, we can't take a lot of blood out of yeah. Thomas. <laughs> all I know is that he should have gotten cookies after all of this, because yeah. that's what they give you at blood drives, is cookies I, and snacks. And well, I hope I that he's for, eating beforehand, too. You're supposed to have a, a meal. Well, because it's containment, I really hope they gave him cake. Hmm. <laughs> 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 well, the whole thing that Doc... <laughs> The whole thing that Dr. Kennerts is trying to do is draw out the antiserum and mix it with interferon, and the combination could save Cinco and whoever else is sick. But Cinco starts having seizures, and he dies immediately. Trey gets so mad, he starts getting violent with Kennerts. But I love that Jake told him, you know, hey, this guy is your only hope to get out of here right now, so whatever anger you have, focus it somewhere else. Um, Which is right, because if you take out this guy in frustration and anger, then later on it's going to lead to even more repercussions. Mm -hmm. And I like that Jake said, you know, I've lost two, and I'm angry too. But you have to channel that anger into something that can help. Yeah, and he really did get into his mind with that too. He did, and I think that was, uh, as far as Trey's story arc, you know, Mm -hmm. we did see quite a progression for him. Mm Mm-hmm. I have to say, though, I have a problem with that entire part of the story. What? Just because, okay, we see a change in Trey. He's not just that villain. You know, there is another side to him. But when you think about it, how many episodes was Trey in? Yeah. He, he, I mean, they went, we went through, like, what, three to four episodes stretch without him, though? I'd say he was in at least six. Yeah. Yeah, but we went through a stretch without him. And one of the things that we've kind of, one of the things they kind of introduced is the fact that, hey... To escape or to resolve this situation, at some point they're going to have to go through Trey as well to get to safety. That's been kind of just a underlying tone and underlying situation all season, and we never got it. I mean, yeah, yeah for Trey's character, we saw Mikhail Shen Jenkins just show off his acting chops and this really complex character, but it's from a character we didn't see enough, and I felt like that kind of took away from some of the tension of the episode. Yeah. Because that's one, okay, now Jake has to go through Trey, now Jana's in the tunnel, now Lex might get killed by Lammers. And it was just another thing missing where I really thought, hey, this is series finale, season finale at least. Let's raise those stakes. I mean, this is what we've been waiting for, 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I thought was interesting with Trey this episode was the fact that the whole time he was, you know, worried about Teresa's baby. He's got a kid outside. We see he has a connection with children because he, he has one himself. So when Thomas was getting drained of his blood, he didn't care. I guess it was because of his brother on the table, but I just thought that was funny. I don't care about Thomas. <laughs> Maybe it was a matter of Trey finally like, you know what, what is... What is it that's going to happen that's make that makes me willing to turn my back on my values? Mm. And we saw it was the death of Cinco and right. just the fact that his brother was sick. Well, to solve this whole Thomas blood situation, we decide to have a blood drive and blood testing, yes. blood testing to figure out if somebody else holds the antibodies that Thomas has. And I love... Jake, you know, he's holding on to how much Katie affected him because he first went out and tried to get people to come to this thing. Nobody wanted to come, so then he, he was sitting down where the ashes are kept and looking at Katie's ashes and sitting there really down about nobody's going to want to help. Mm -hmm. I can't fix anything. And then he remembers, no, Katie, you know, is proud of me. He, she wants me to be strong. She wants me to do the right thing. And... You know, even though she's not in the episode, she's there. Her presence is felt. Yes. Yeah. And we saw that in the last episode, too, where he yeah. kind of sees Katie. And it helps him push on to keep fighting and be strong and make it out of this. I'm glad that he read out the names mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. the people who have died from the virus so far. I thought that was very touching and definitely a way to get people's attention because... Mm -hmm. You're hearing the names of people you might have known, or your loved ones, your family. Uh, and, you know, that's something, that's a call to action. Yeah. Because you can ha see all the posters and billboards you want about being a bone marrow transplant volunteer. But until someone in your family needs that, you don't realize the importance and, like, go in and actually get tested and do it. Mm -hmm. So his call to action was very, very good. Yeah, it's powerful. Yeah. I was going to say, I think there's two things. That's something Katie probably would have thought of. And two, of course, the what we love, Katie would have been very proud of Jake. That's what I like about it. And one thing just sitting here, I realized we were hinted at that the priest might have been healthy. Do you guys remember the episode where they're trying to get out through yep. the church? How many sick people were going up to the priest? Yep. I wrote that down, too. It makes sense. Yes. How didn't we catch it? <laughs> Because it was so quick. We weren't thinking about it. And that scene was so fast, though. In one of the episodes, you know, I don't know, that was like episode... It was a long time ago. Like they were still at Bitscan. Yeah, long time ago. Yeah, but it was ago. when they were Barely trying to out. escape through yes. the church. And it was a long time ago. He's working with all these sick people, and he's not sick himself. Yeah, so I think because we would have thought, okay, well, that priest isn't going to live long if all the sick people... And we just took it to assume that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really crazy that, you know what? It was right there in front of us. We saw it right there on screen. Yeah. Can't believe it. I'm excited <laughs> we found someone else. And it's a full-grown human, so, yep. you know, can, you can take more blood from that blood. guy. Can we just stock up on blood for a while before we start attacking it and then go? I take it to assume that canards, now that they do have enough to really mess with it, they can take the time to really produce something that'll fight the virus. Okay. I, although I gotta point it out that line that the priest gave you know it's like we found you and just that fashion God found me and then I'm like you know what well I guess you're, not, you're not wrong 
did. It I was so it. unexpected, and the, but that's what I liked about it because yeah. it was just so authentic and had that great reaction from Jake and Canards. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to get to one of the storylines that made me cry. Oh gosh, Birdie and Mishy. Oh no, Grandpa and Grandma. I mean, I really thought they were gonna get out alive. Look. Last week I said that everyone must die. I was I was in a very dark place and I said all men must die. Yeah, I'm not over that. For, <laughs> for this storyline, if they were not going to make it out together, this is the only way I would have been okay with what happens to them. Okay. If it was either they both make it and survive or they both go out together, Romeo and Juliet style, we're going to poison oh. our drinks, drink it, <laughs> cuddle up on the couch and go out like geez maybe they didn't take enough (laughs) listen maybe they didn't take enough and they'll wake up and everything will be good katie you're living in the disney g-rated fantasy we are on the cw this is tv pg oh my god 13 the way that they did it she's like i'm tired you know, get out that bottle of wine that we were saving, and they put the drugs in it, and the they had the Richmore Lodge, and he's in a tux, and she's walking down the stairwell, and everybody's watching. There's a light snowfall outside. Are you kidding me? Are you was, kidding me? It was perfect it for was, them. I know, and, then, too and they say, here. I love you, and they're holding each other, and he says, I'll see you at the Richmore Lodge. Oh, that, I'm not going to lie, that was great. Oh my gosh! And they and died. We, we right? predicted, yeah. you know, they would if they're gonna go out, they're gonna go out in like notebook fashion, same time, and they yes, did. They did. Aww. They're going. They're dancing up in heaven. They're dancing Aww. on a cloud. She can walk because Aww. you know, oh, and yes. so can he. So can he. Yes. They're both healed. Leanne's there. Aww. It's all. They're reunited with their family. And they can watch okay. over Teresa, Xander, and little Leanne. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm happy you now. <laughs> And all oh. is right with the world. <laughs> and the way that they closed out the show, that was another thing that had me in tears. We have Jake giving a voiceover. So was this mm. sort of, like, time has moved on? Is this a couple days later? Was this happening at the same time? I just was a little confused. Same time, I think. I thought same, same time, time as well. Because, you know, Teresa and Xander are kissing each other and all engaged and stuff so I was like maybe it's a couple days later yeah but well, then maybe like a couple hours later because yeah. they had to get out of that tunnel yeah I could... soon okay and I'd also like to point out you know what after 20 days by now everyone knows who's sick who isn't essentially that I think we're also saying you know the four to six feet thing that's done that's no way to live anymore especially if this is going to be indefinite you know you just have to it's about the bonds you make with people when you're in these situations. And I think that's what that was supposed to illustrate with Teresa and Xander. It doesn't matter, you know, four mm-hmm. to six feet or if we get sick. We're in this uh, We're in this together. Yeah. And I think that's what that was all supposed to illustrate. Yeah, we saw everybody kind of, you know, embracing each other yes. in the very end. We have Grandma and Grandpa. You know, he Jake said a really interesting thing. You know, this kind of thing, this virus this situation changes everyone and everyone changes you know differently they come out of this situation differently grandma and grandpa they kind of gave up which is really sad um teresa and xanda they rise up and they're fixing the store he proposes to her what was that it looked like foil. tin foil yeah 
Oh, it's so cute, though, how she got really excited. Yeah. I mean, I like that they have the store because now they have a source of income. They're young parents, mm-hmm. but they have a business that they'll be running together, raised in the same fashion that she was raised, and, mm-hmm. you know, be able to support and provide for little Leanne. Yeah. All the food that they have. All that yes, food, though. The baby's mm-hmm. going to grow up nice and strong. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes this virus brings out the worst in people, Lommers who was getting questioned by the media already. He's enjoying this over here. I love it. And then new alliances are formed. We have the dad and Leo, which I think they're going to face some other obstacles, right? Well, without Lex there, I think they're the ones who are going to step up in front of the president and testify against Lommers, if there were a season two. It's going to happen, in my mind. (laughs) And Um, then they're going to throw her in the court as punishment. I can't let it go. <laughs> yeah. We have Lex choosing to go into the court in with Jana, you know, heart versus duty. He chooses both. And Jake with Katie's ashes, throwing uh-huh. them off the building. And that's already hard enough. The, it was the most beautiful scene of the ashes falling off the building. And then we go on his face and he says, I love you, Katie. This made me cry harder. And then Katie cried. Yes. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Katie can project onto containment, Katie. Katie, Katie, and Katie. Katie that and was Katie. really sweet. Um, the one thing that's very illegal to, oh, yeah. <laughs> to toss ashes anywhere. You cannot dispose of your loved one's ashes, not even into the ocean, guys. It's yeah. illegal. Trust me, I know this. Yeah, um, I've heard that too. But so many people do it. So many people do it. So yes. it's. Not like people don't do it, just don't get caught, is There's what I'm saying. There's not enough cops in the court. You're acting like the rules still apply in I there. Was just, I just didn't want fans to go home and think that they could just go start tossing oh, people's ashes right. off it's of true. buildings. Do, do not try that at home. <laughs> don't try it at home, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, but it was a beautiful, beautiful send-off. I wish that we could have seen um, Quentin there with oh, him. Yes. I think that would have just been the icing on the cake because Quentin is now back in the in the what's cordon. it called? Cord- the cordon. So yeah. just to have him there to say a final farewell to his mom as well would have been very sweet. Yeah, and I want Jake to be watching over Quentin too. Which, I mean, that's coming. Well, yeah. We're not going to see it, but we know that's what's going to happen because we know Lex and um, Jake are going to yeah. see find each other we know mm-hmm. that they're going to be besties and we know that Quentin's going to be kind of yeah with them hanging out and it's true. the only reason I want the cordon to happen a little bit longer is so that Jake can be Quentin's dad yeah. <laughs> because I don't want Quentin going back to those mean um, grandparents I was going to say I yeah. feel like you know Jake referenced in the last episode how much Quentin is his family now and let's be honest with the cordon still there I feel like Lex, Jana, all of them would have finally come together and Jake would understand that these are, this is their family and New this family. is uh, who they're going to rely on for the rest of their lives and they've learned that throughout the experience. Oh, I felt like they closed this very fast. The last couple, you know, this yes. last thing when Jake was talking, it was all closed very fast. But we could just open them right back up and have so much more to explore with all of the characters. Yes. I have a question. Yeah. What happened to your homie Sam? I know. I was thinking that, too. You know, they're going to find him. Maybe he (laughs) went back to BitScan. No, no. He went back to BitScan. They'll find him. They'll all be good. They'll all hang out. 
they got a hookup for food now mm-hmm. because true. you know it's they can true. they deliver Teresa's baby. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. she kind of owes them a little bit. Yeah. So I don't think they'll be you know fighting over food or anything. You like don't that. think Trey is going to try to take back the store again? I think Trey has found Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and he is going down a better path. I was going to say, can you imagine him at the church with the white uh, gown or what are they called? <laughs> Yeah, the robe. There it is. (laughs) In our minds, everybody's going to be safe from now on. We're going to find a cure and everything's going to be good. Everyone's going to be happy and safe in the cordon. Mm -hmm. Yes. They're having a picnic right now. I hope Julia can can just send us some kind of a, you know, blog it or something. Let us know what's going on with them. Send us that (laughs) season two, episode (laughs) one script you got. I mean, it's not going anywhere. There's like a, after a while, if you find out it, it's not going to Netflix, just come on, send it to After Buzz TV. We'd love to talk to you about it. There's a petition going around there for the Netflix. So yes. Netflix saves everything. Let's push that out there. It's true. There's so much more to explore. Yeah. I, I do got to ask. Yeah. 13 episodes. Did you guys, how did you feel about the fact that the cordon is still up after 13 episodes? I knew that it was still going to be up after 13 episodes because that's yeah. too much crap to figure out Mm -hmm. in that amount of time yeah and the way it was going it would have made no sense for it everything to be figured out this episode would have been happy but it would have made no sense for a story i guess i would have wanted to see you know the last scene maybe the door finally opening (gasps) for the people kind of deal that's what i feel like you know after we've been through all this it, it it has to come yeah. down and we just have to deal with the aftermath emotionally. The fact that it was still up, I don't know how I feel about it. Oh. Maybe fans, how do you guys feel about it? But that was one that was like, I really thought those walls were finally going to come down. Yeah, I just felt a sense of hope when you said that. <laughs> oh, Katie. I tried, okay? I tried. <laughs> well, Katie, here's I a little... I put my wishes to the universe all week. <laughs> here's a little hope for you oh. and everyone else who's listening because okay. it's been announced that Kristen Gutowski and Christina Moses mm-hmm. are both going on to the Vampire Diaries and the originals, respectively. Nice. is going to play Celine on the eighth season of Vampire Diaries, and she's basically going to be Caroline's nanny. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, so this is going to be an interesting character coming into swing here. Nice. So it's going to be a lot of fun to see Kristen. She lives on, guys. Yes. Katie lives on. And she's great um, with kids. She's great yeah. with kids. We know this already. Yeah. <laughs> she can play the guitar and sing, so she's going to be the perfect nanny. She's going to be like Mary Poppins. Yeah. Until, I'm, I don't know. But I'm, then do they bring back know. Kai somehow? Well, Julie Pluck was asked right? about that, and she said that they every writing session they always pitch an idea of how to get Kai back but nothing good enough has come no storyline has come up great enough of an explanation of how he gets back but she's like it's always on our mind containment fans you have a way now make it happen (laughs) Um, and then Christina who plays Jana is going over to the originals and she's actually going to be playing a werewolf Oh. Um, a bisexual werewolf. Ooh, so I love that'll it. be that'll be an interesting character. Her All and right. her big 
curly hair like Katie's, it's going to be perfect. I'm going to be a werewolf. Yeah, so containment lives on in Vampire Diaries and the originals. Vampire Diaries is back in the fall and late October, and originals will be back in early 2017. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to talk about those two when they come back. You guys got to invite me on to guest on some one of these days. I'm going to miss these. I'm going to miss these talks. Yeah, I know. This was a very fun, fun season and after show. And thank you guys so much for tuning in with us. There are no predictions since this we is... Kind of this... gave them all. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's happy in yeah, our yeah, minds. That's, a, that's our predictions. Everything's yeah. great. world is wonderful. The sun is shining. And we found a vaccine. It's a sunny day in Atlanta today. Yeah. Where can everybody find you to talk about this and how they felt about mm. the show? You guys can find me at the Tiana Hobson on Twitter and Instagram, and make sure you guys check me out on the Stranger Things After Show on Netflix. It's on their YouTube page, youtube.com slash Netflix. It was produced by AfterBuzz TV, so make sure you guys check that out. It's great. I, I want to give you guys a quick shout-out. I think when we did the first episode, it was only like maybe my third or fourth after show mm. i've done a bunch now but i know you guys are such veterans and you guys made me feel so welcome on the first day oh thank you i've had a lot of fun being here We've with you fun. guys yeah. so i mean we we see each other all the time you know it's not goodbye but i want to give you guys that shout out on the air i really enjoyed it because it's thank not you. always that way thank yeah. you yeah and yeah guys let's talk containment and everything else at after buzz you can find me on twitter at double g on tv and you can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Instagram at Katie Campbell 13 and YouTube.com slash Katie Campbell online. And you could also find me Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for the MTV Scream After Show. I'll be doing that for a couple more weeks. And we had so much fun. So tweet us, you guys. Yes. And we'll see you next time we're on a show. Yeah, we'll see you guys. Great. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.